Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at. Like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Wednesday, a hump day. (laughs) Don't shake your head, Chris. It's a beautiful day. I mean, we're all poor now because of inflation, but it's still a beautiful, it's still a beautiful day. Here's what's on tap for tonight. No guess, no calls. Gonna get to a bunch of emails, Chris. We're gonna tackle inflation here in the beginning. I'll get to that. I am going to have a much, much different take on all this inflation stuff than everything else you've heard today. And boy, are so many people going to find it offensive, yet I don't care. We're gonna talk about why the cities are going to continue to spiral downhill. There's a new headline out today you need to know about. We have a teacher that might want to eat her students. We don't know yet. We're confirming that now. The CDC lied. Crisis pregnancy centers getting bombed and shut down. More news from the Uvalde shooting and why the DOJ is weaponized. But we are going to begin someplace that will be wildly offensive to you. And the chances you turn off the radio as I say this are probably pretty strong. Again, I need to clarify. 
My email address is jesse at jessekellyshow.com. All those emails go right to Chris. Right, right to Chris. Right to Chris. He prints them all out for me. I read them. You're welcome to send me how offended you are and how mad you are and whatnot. You should understand I don't care. Because this is not your mommy's show. This is your daddy's show. And we don't do the same thing everyone else does. And I never will. Because it drives me insane. Why do we have these inflation numbers today? Why? You've, you've seen them all. Gas up 59.9. Electricity 13.7. Food up 12. New cars up 11. Transportation up 8. Food away from home up seven, used cars up seven, shelter up five, apparel up five, okay, across the board. And by the way, the number's 9.1%, they said today. That's such a freaking lie. The number's way above 9%. I just read you those numbers. Does that sound like 9% inflation? They're lying about how they calculate the numbers. And what has every single person told you today as you listened on the radio, as you watched the various conservative talk programs on TV on whatever your favorite channel is. Hopefully it's the first, but whatever your favorite channel is, what has every single person sat behind the microphone and said today? Everyone without fail. Joe Biden, Biden's inflation. These Biden inflation, Biden inflation numbers, Joe Biden, Democrats, Biden, Democrats, Joe Biden, Democrats, Democrats, Joe Biden. Can't believe that. No, you're not going to sit there and get away with that. I'm not going to allow the right to sit there and get away with that. Is Joe Biden an unmitigated disaster as a, as a president? No question. Is Joe Biden currently making inflation so much worse than it has to be? Absolutely, he is. Yep, guilty as charged. He's an idiot surrounded by communists. He's screwed up every single thing. They're still printing money, still passing bills and spending money we can't afford. Yep, Joe Biden sucks. You remember the CARES Act? The CARES Act. Hang on one second. I realize this is on nationally syndicated radio, but I just I wanted to check something real quick. The CARES Act. I just I don't want to make sure I have my facts right for you here. The CARES Act. Two point $2 trillion. Do you have any idea how much money that is? $2.2 trillion. $300 billion in one-time cash payments to individuals. $260 billion in increased unemployment benefits. You know all those employers who are having trouble getting employees back to work? Oh, look, $260 billion so we could pay people not to work, okay? Uh, forgivable loans, $350 billion, later increased to $669. $500 billion in loans to corporations, oh, good. $339 billion in state and local governments. Gosh, can you imagine what the CARES Act did to inflation? $2.2 trillion, that's insane. Hang on, hang on, hold on, hold on. There's just a little bit more. And the CARES Act passed on uh, March 27th, 2020. Was signed into law by, hang on, hang on. Uh, President Donald Trump. But certainly not on him. Hold on, hold on. Let me go through the Senate and House. Let's see how they voted. 
gosh, there are so many Republicans on this list that signed a $2.2 trillion unpaid-for bill into law. Did they join together and pass a law so you would be allowed to go back to work, forcing governments to allow you back to work to, to make a living? Did they, did they sign that bill into law? Gosh, I don't see that in the CARES Act at all. Maybe it's in the fine print. I'll have to look later. Did they pass laws at all saying your employer can't mandate you taking a vaccine or else you'd be fired? I, I don't see that as part of the CARES Act. That's funny. What I do see is a $2.2 trillion bill voted for and signed into law by Republicans. What I do see as I dig into actual reality is not a trillion, trillions, over $5 trillion of Fed money printing that took place before Joe Biden ever mumbled and stumbled his way into the Oval Office. And I'm sorry, I know it's the season of dunking on Democrats. And Lord knows I'm more than comfortable doing that. I hate Democrats too. Can't stand those communist scumbags. And yes, they're way worse than Republicans. I get that. But I see so many people today spouting off bold-faced lies and learning the wrong lessons. If you woke up today and you saw the inflation numbers and the lesson you took away was, oh, Joe Biden sucks, he did this, you've been lied to and you believe a lie. Republicans are just as responsible for this disgusting mess as Democrats, if not more. Tell me. Tell me. Not now. Not now. I know. I, look, I know. Everybody you know is a freedom fighter now. Everybody on the right's a freedom fighter now. No more masks. No vaccine mandates. Oh, we're spending too much money. Oh, inflation's bad. So no, I'm not talking about now. I don't care about now. Because it's the easiest thing in the world to be a communist-hating freedom fighter now that they've destroyed everything. I want to know who was the elected Republican back in March of 2020. June of 2020. You know, I'll give you till June. Who were the elected Republicans in June of 2020 saying this madness has to stop now? Open this economy now. Stop printing money. No more of that. No vaccine mandates. No mask mandates. Who was the Republican who looked at Congress and said, Nope, we're not passing any more multi-trillion dollar spending bills because eventually inflation's going to come and normal people are going to be wiped out. I want to know who the freedom fighter was in June of 2020, not July 13th, 2022, when everybody's Barry Goldwater. My goodness, I look around, I see a sea of Calvin Coolidge's today. Everyone's on the right of the whole thing. Oh man, this COVID, our COVID lockdowns were crazy, right guys? Everyone's a freedom fighter now. You know why? I know you can't see me unless you're watching on the simulcast. If you want to watch me do the show, even though my blood pressure is up right now, you have to go to the firsttv.com slash Jesse. So I know you can't see me. But you know why all these people on the right are freedom fighters today? You know why? Is it because they just love freedom? Here's why. In case you can't see, I'm licking my finger and I'm sticking it up in the wind. Because today, everyone wants a freedom fighter. No more COVID lockdowns. Oh, wow. Big spending bills. Those are so bad. Right, guys? Look at me. 
in June of 2020, it was uncomfortable to say those things. It was not only uncomfortable, it was unpopular. You were called a grandma killer. Someone not taking the virus seriously. I guess you want Americans to die. Who you were in June of 2020 is who you really are. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry's a conservative today. What were you when the going got tough? I'm not done yet. I still have a lot more to say, as you can imagine. I warned you I was fired up tonight. I'm going to get a couple of emails here real quick. Dear Jesse, I wanted to report that my wife and I are three weeks into our switch from Verizon to Pure Talk. We have experienced no change in service or coverage, no noticeable change in service or coverage. America-based, English-speaking customer service. We made the switch easy and painless. We're saving about $60 a month and not funding a company that hates our values. Thanks for your voice. It's an encouragement. Says I can say his name. He says Buenas Tardes. His name is Russell. Russell? Buenas Tardes. Buenas Tardes to you and good job. Go switch to Pure Talk. Verizon hates you. T-Mobile hates you. AT&T hates you. They hate your values. They hate what you stand for. Pure Talk loves it, and the average family saves over $900 a year. You squeezed by inflation like we all are? There's there's an easy way spoon-fed to you to save some money. Takes less than 10 minutes to switch. From your cell phone, dial pound 250-SAY-JESSE-KELLY, and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Dial pound two five zero. Say Jesse Kelly. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, and yes, I realize I got my blood pressure a little bit high there in the first segment. You know, I don't like doing that. I like to do radio that we can talk about hard stuff, but at the end, you feel good. It's fun. I like to have some fun, and we're gonna look. We're gonna dig into National Friday tonight and do more and more things. But but I, I'm sorry. I see it everywhere today. I hear it everywhere. I know you were nodding your head when I said it. What what did you what did you hear all day long on the radio? What did you see all day long on TV? Not 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 mainstream. I'm talking about stuff you consume. Right wing radio, right wing TV. What did you see all day long? I'll tell you what you saw. Joe Biden's inflation. Joe Biden's inflation. No. Joe Biden made it worse. Republicans did this. Republicans are as responsible for this. I watched for years, two years to be specific, as Republicans took every single line Democrats took when it came to locking you down here and the necessity. Everyone should get vaccinated. Make sure you wear 10 masks. Now, every Republican's a freedom fighter. Now that it looks like Joe Biden and the Democrats are going to get wiped out in the midterms, every single Republican's all about that freedom life, baby. Well, what good does that do me now? Look at these numbers, these inflation numbers. You are watching something happen in real time that you maybe haven't really seen ever before. You're watching a reduction in the standard of living. And I realize we've had great recessions before back in 08. I realize we had Jimmy Carter, so I'm not just being a prisoner of the moment here. But what we're seeing What it looks like right now, it looks like this is going to be sustained and long-lasting because they're not slowing down on any of this stuff. They're still passing huge bills, still printing huge amounts of money. It looks like the inflation we're feeling now isn't a little bump, isn't transitory. It looks like it's staying. 
Even though, I mean, again, they told us it wasn't going to be a problem. Is there a risk of inflation? Um, I, I think there's a small risk, and I think it's manageable. I don't anticipate that inflation is going to be a problem, but it is something that we're watching very carefully. Well, um, look, I, I think I was wrong then about um, the path that inflation um, would take. Yeah, you don't say. And I, again, I want to point out, we've pointed this out before on the show, all these people, they're all Harvard and Yale and Columbia, and you didn't think we were going to have inflation when you print $6 trillion and pass multi-trillion dollar bills over and over and over again? What exactly are they teaching you at these Ivy League schools? Because I knew all these things were going to be a problem, and I'm a moron. Again, here was Democrats from all last year. I really doubt that we're going to see an inflationary cycle. Most economic analysts believe that it will have a temporary or transitory impact. The faster than expected increase in some of those prices is actually a good sign. The overwhelming consensus is going to pop up a little bit and then go back down. No one's talking about this great, great deal. This is something that will uh, settle down. Transitory. Transitory. <laughs> and the data shows that most... Yeah, yeah, yeah. They lied about the whole thing. And I, I'm going to get to other stuff. I'm not going to spend the whole show. You've been beaten over the face with inflation all day long. And I know that was offensive. I know it was. And I, I, I understand you're going to be mad. And that's fine. You can call and call me. You're, you can email and call me names. I'm not taking any phone calls tonight. I don't know that we'll take any the rest of the week. But jesse at jessekellyshow.com is the email address. That's fine. I get it. But I'm not going to allow this revisionist history now because it makes us feel good to all sit back and point to Democrats. There were precious few of us on the right, elected people and pundits. There were precious few of us standing up and screaming on day one of 15 days to slow the spread and saying, you're going to destroy us. You don't stop an economy for a virus. You don't stop an economy for any reason. Nuclear war shouldn't stop your economy because your economy is what makes things go. You thought coronavirus suffering was bad? Everyone's about to lose 10% of their wealth. Boom, overnight, if you haven't already. You're about to see what real death and misery look like. I got this email, too, and I'm sorry. Again, where is she wrong? Jesse, my wife and I went to the Trump rally in Alaska over the weekend. Highly recommend a Trump rally, I should say, by the way. Quick side note. They're, one, a blast. They're like rock concerts. Two, it's a good place to go to make sure you don't feel alone. In, in horrible, I mean, rough times like, like this, it's hard to feel hard to feel like you have a bunch of people around you, but you do. All right, so go to a Trump rally if one comes. Anyway, he goes on to say, though he touted it as a rally to support Murkowski's primary candidate, it was a stump speech. He's definitely running in 2024, unfortunately. During his time bragging about his presidential successes, which there are many, he couldn't help but brag about Operation Warp Speed. Interestingly enough, he admitted that he knows he's not supposed to say the word vaccination in front of his people, so he didn't say it. Instead, he danced around it as much as he could. He's still proud of his vaccination effort and hates that he didn't get credit for it. He also thinks his supporters are dumb for being anti-vax. He said, someday we'll have to sit down and talk about that. Frustrating as all get out. Glad you enjoyed your trip to Alaska. It sure is a special place. It is a special place. And look, I... This isn't a bash on Trump show, as as you well know, but Operation Warp Speed was an unmitigated disaster in every possible way, 
And now we have 15-year-olds collapsing from heart attacks, 22-year-olds in the military dying in their beds at night for taking something that provided them benefits for maybe about six months before it wore off. We have women losing their babies at alarming rates, and we have pharmaceutical companies who you can't sue because Operation Warp Speed paid them to rush something to market for a virus that had a 99.8% survivability. And yet, today, we point to Joe Biden. Yeah, Joe Biden sucks. He sure does. And the uh, Middle East tour is going well. I will once more return to the hollow ground of Yad Vashem. To honor six million Jewish lives were stolen in the genocide and continue, which we must do every, every day, continue to bear witness. To keep alive the truth and honor of the Holocaust, horror of the Holocaust, honor those we lost. The honor of the Holocaust. Yeah, that's just going well. This is day one of Joe Biden's Middle East tour. So, yeah, I know Joe Biden sucks. I know his people are dirty communists. I know they've taken advantage of all this disaster and they've cranked it all up to 100 miles per hour faster so they can drive this country, so they can fly this country into the side of a mountain. I know all that. All that is 100% true. But we are not going to be revisionist historians today and act as if Democrats have caused all this pain and misery. Oh, they've caused plenty of it and they've made everything worse. But we are going to be adults here. Now, that's enough of that inflation stuff tonight. Maybe, maybe I'll get to some more in the email roundup. But we have other things we need to get to because you've, you've been beaten over the face with that all day. We have a weaponized DOJ we have to talk about. We have New York Governor Kathy Hochul once again proving you need to get out of the city. Get out of the city. I'll explain that. The CDC, again, someone should go to jail. And there's a teacher apparently um, eating her students. All that and more still to come on The Jesse Kelly Show. Hang on. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast 
NBA DNA with Hannah Storm digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. I've been a journalist for two decades, writing cover stories for Business Week, Fortune, and Wired. And now, every Monday, I bring you conversations with people who are thinking deeply about work and where it fits into our lives. Like Microsoft CEO Satya Nadella on growth mindsets. The learn-it-all does better than the know-it-all. Or MacArthur Genius winner Angela Duckworth on talent versus grit. Your long-term effort and your long-term commitment are surprisingly important. Each episode delivers pragmatic advice for right now. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. That, that reminded me. Don't worry. We're going to get back to politics here in just a minute and whatnot. Don't shake your head, Chris. Sometimes I get distracted. That life in the fast lane stuff. I've been listening to this podcast on the cocaine industry back in the 70s and the 80s with, uh, with the Colombian drug cartels and, and the importation of, of cocaine into New York City. And Miami, see, Miami gets all the credit for all that cocaine stuff. The movie or the TV show Miami Vice, which later was turned into a movie that's underrated, by the way. But the TV show Miami Vice and Miami and Miami and people picture Miami. People don't realize this actually began a lot of this uh, cocaine trade. It really began in New York City. It's wild how that was the epicenter of it. And yes, the Colombian cartels, they got a big foothold in New York City but they couldn't get their foothold to stick because of the mafia families in New York City. The mafia family, the five fam- the five mafia families obviously were never going to let the Colombians come in and just start making a fortune selling cocaine in their territory. In the New York in the five families in New York, they obviously have a lot of law enforcement and judges and things like that. They have a lot of those people, especially back then, they had a lot of those people on their payroll. So they didn't just have mafia muscle but they had the the muscle of the institutions of the city of new york so the colombians it's not like they abandoned new york city but that's why so much of the cocaine trade you see from back in the day that's why it focuses on miami because eventually they just kind of packed it up 
and walked out of New York City and decided to base their hub out of Miami. I bet you didn't know that, did you, Chris? Did you know that Griselda Blanco, she's considered the godmother of cocaine? She was born in Colombia, had real rough upbringing. I'm not going to go into that. But eventually moved to uh, America, moved to New York City, and then transferred down to Miami. She sent a hitman up to New York City uh, to kill her rivals, and he killed 11 of them in one day. One day this dude goes around New York City. How do you even do that? I don't think I could hit 11 restaurants in a single day. Killing 11 people in one day takes some serious planning. Anyway, that got a little, that was probably a little too dark. That's like it was a little bit dark. All right, you know what? Let's lighten the mood here. And let's, I know you're worried about inflation. I don't want you to worry about it. Dome is all over it. There is no question that we still have work to do. But it is important to note that these numbers do not fully reflect the recent drop in gas prices. Average national gas prices have fallen every day for nearly 30 days. Since mid-June, prices are down 40 cents a gallon. Fighting inflation is one of our administration's top economic priorities, which is why we have taken action to lower the cost of living for Americans, millions of Americans. We are releasing 1 million barrels of oil a day from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve to lower prices at the pump. That, by the way, this is, this is Dome. This is the Vice President of the United States of America bragging about sucking our strategic reserves dry. Those strategic reserves, they are there in case of an emergency, basically in case of wartime. But Dome looked at them and thought, let's just suck those dry. We have reduced high-speed internet bills for millions of Americans. And we passed a tax cut to give working families up to $8,000 a year, which means giving folks more room in their budgets to buy food, medication, and school supplies for their children. President, Do you feel like you have more room in your budget to buy food and school supplies and things like that? Are you, are you overwhelmed with the extra money you have in your budget when you sit down and look at things? Anyway. And Joe Biden and I are always fighting to make sure that working families can get ahead and stay ahead. And that is why we continue to call on Congress to pass... Kamala wants you to get ahead. ...legislation to lower the price of prescription drugs, of health care, and the other everyday essentials pass legislation to lower prices. They understand that's not how that works at all, right? Not at all. Get to some emails here. Just to preface this, I used to say, by the way, I used to say that preface in case, uh, uh, let's pause here really quickly. I realize we have a bunch of new listeners. You need to understand how white trash and uneducated I truly am. I grew up in a construction family. My grandpa did construction. My dad did construction. Uh, we were from Ohio, the Rust Belt. And then my old man p- packed up the family and we moved out west when I was 10 years old where he went back to work, working construction. I hated school. I loved to read. I've always loved to read, but despised school. When I got out of high school, after finishing in the top two-thirds of my class, not to brag, I went to Montana State University for a year. My first semester, I got a 0.0 GPA. Now, what does all that mean? What what does this have to do with how I say words? 
If you find me mispronouncing words, I don't want you to ever assume that you heard incorrectly. No, I undoubtedly mispronounced the word because I didn't get my education from a school. I read books. Well, they're not outlining how to say the word in the books. My friend and mentor, Michael Berry, makes fun of me for this all the time because he's got two law degrees. He has an IQ of like 10,000, right? Other nationally syndicated hosts. And he'll just mock me when we're together because I'll, I'll use a word. I'll use it correctly. and I'm using it right, but I'll completely butcher how to pronounce it at all. That's because... I'm stupid, and I don't have any formal education. I just wanted to make sure we're clear about that. <laughs> All right. Anyway, Jesse, just to preface this, just to preface this, I don't listen to your podcast, but my husband and dad do. Lady, you need to get on it. Anyway, so if you want to read this on the air, that's totally fine. It would probably blow their minds and forever give me bragging rights. I will say I do follow you on Twitter. You tweeted today that... Who you were in June of 2020 politically is who you are. And I know you will find this shocking, but you're very right. Who I was in February of 2020 is not who I was in June of 2020. Not even who I was in April of 2020. In February of 2020, I was a good little girl. So when daddy government told me two weeks to slow the spread, I obeyed. It makes me sick now knowing how easily I was manipulated and staying away from my family and friends for two weeks. Never again. I am now wide awake to the evil our world systems and how the ruling class will do anything to remain a ruling class. So who I was in June of 2020 is definitely who I am today. Awake. Not woke. Just awake. Sorry, lady, you didn't say I can use your name. I know you probably want me to, but I never will give out your name without permission unless you specifically tell me to give out your name. I'm the last person in America who believes in actual privacy. But maybe that's your situation. Maybe when the media and the government and everyone else ramped up the panic button when it came to coronavirus, maybe in the beginning, maybe, maybe you're not proud of who you were in the very beginning. And then maybe you came around in the end. And you know what I have to say to you? Man, that's good. That's awesome. Growing, finally seeing the light to how corrupt our institutions are is a good thing, not a bad thing. Don't feel bad if the whole propaganda machine got you believing the sky is green in the very beginning. Don't feel bad at all. There was a lot of propaganda coming from everywhere. Left, right, middle, up and down. Don't feel bad. If you came around and you're awake now, good, good. All right. Again, I keep promising getting out of the cities. I, I'm going to get, I'm going to get to that again here in a second and CDC stuff and more. Now I don't have to explain to you what nine 11 was and how truly devastating that day was. When you think about the cops, the firemen, we lost that day. It's just, it's still as someone who was, I was in the Marines at the time and I watched the towers come down actually in my Marine barracks room, it's still just a gut punch to think about it. I remember, and you know I'm not sentimental, I remember crying. I remember I had tears coming down my face. I was just so full of hatred and rage. I love that it has produced good people and good stories, though, like the Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They're out there. They're paying off the mortgages of fallen first responder families. They're paying off the mortgages for Gold Star Widows. They're out there helping catastrophically injured veterans, building them smart homes. They're just just a wonderful 
New York based organization. I'll just I'll, I'll always love them, especially because the money goes where they tell you it's going to go. It's not lining a bunch of people's pockets. Go to T the number two T.org and give 11 bucks a month. That's what they ask for. 11 bucks. That's all. T the number two T.org. Jesse Kelly returns next. It is the Jesse Kelly show. And I just, I have something else I need to get off my chest about this whole thing as we have inflation numbers out today. It actually leads me to something else that's going on in my area today in, in Texas. You remember last night on the show, we talked to Daniel Turner, the power expert about power grids and how they worked and what's going on in, in even red areas like Texas, how the power grid is strained because these areas are all switching to windmills and solar power and they simply don't work like oil and gas and coal does. They don't work. They just, they just don't. They don't work. And it, it occurred to me, the same thing I'm being told now about power is the same thing I was told during all the COVID insanity. And you know what they're saying? The big, the big energy companies here, like in Texas, you know what they're saying? We're calling on people to conserve the heat is really high right now. Conserve. Wait, wait, eh, eh, whoa, whoa. Don't make it colder in there. Get your finger off that thermostat. We need you to do the public good. The public health, you see. It's for the public health. Do you remember when they told you all the things they were doing to you? It was all for the public health when it came to COVID. Public health this and public health that. No, put a mask on your kid's face. Oh, give them a speech impediment. No, make sure you're breathing in mass particles for two years. It's for the public good. Shut down your business. It's for the greater good. No, you should stand six feet away from everyone. It's for the greater good. Alienate your children, your mother, your friends, cousins, sisters, brothers. It's for the greater good. Lose your business. Bankrupt yourself. Plunge the country into a hyperinflationary state with high interest rates to boot on top of it. It's for the greater good. It's for the public good. Here's what I want you to remember, and I want you to always remember this before I move on. I've got email roundup stuff and CDC stuff, and we've got a bunch, of, a bunch more tonight. But I want you to always remember this. It is the job of government, state, local, federal government, to concern itself with the public good. It's not your job. They are in service to the public. Service to the public. Not kings, not queens, not rulers. It's their job to do the public good. It's your job to better yourself and your family's life and increase your standard of living. Don't you dare tell me to make my house or my office hotter because the power grid is strained. You know what, Chris? Every single time I'm issued a declaration from now on about constraining how much power we use, reducing how much power we use, I want you to commit to me. You will walk over to the thermostat and make it one degree cooler in the studio. I don't care if it's 32 below in here by the time they're done. Your job is to provide me with more power. I will make my office and my home and my car and everywhere I reside as cool and comfortable as possible. 
Your job is the public good. Get rid of your stupid freaking windmills and go make some coal plants, nuclear plants, drill for oil. Your job's the public good. Don't ever let these scumbags convince you that you, the individual, are responsible for some sort of public good. That's a freaking lie by people who have shafted you. When they tell you the public good is your job, when they, when they try to pour that on you, what they're saying is, I've destroyed you. I want you to accept it and tell me it's okay. I, the politician, have lowered your standard of living. I want you to tell everyone you know that I did good. Don't tell them that. Tell them they did bad. Now, I was going to cover this horrific stabbing. I'm not going to go into it again. Uh, I've already talked about Jose Alba and... Uh, the bodega, the bodega guy from New York City, who got assaulted by a multi-time felon, and he stabbed the guy in the neck and killed him. And they're throwing the book at, or getting ready to throw the book at Jose. He's still in freaking Rikers Island and whatnot. And I was good. I was going to go into just how horrifically corrupt these Soros DAs are, and, and go. But you know what? That's probably enough of that for today. I will just simply tell you this: get something so you can protect yourself. If a multi-time felon and an animal approaches you on the sidewalk, get a hero gun in your hands or a hero arrow. It's a non-lethal gun. It shoots these pepper balls 100 miles per hour. They hit you. They explode on contact, and they save lives. I've read that email to you multi-times before about the guy, listener to the show, bought one for his daughter in the Air Force. A sexual assault felon followed her. And she got out and shot him with this thing, and it saved her life. We, we think, saved her life. The hero arrow, it shoots the double-barrel blast of the pepper gel. Save your life, man. Doesn't You don't need a concealed carry permit. The hero gun has a laser sight. Anyone can use it. Honestly, anybody, point and squeeze. Chris could use this thing. Point and squeeze. Go to hero2020.com. And use the code JESSE because it'll get you a special discount on both of them. The Hero Gun and the Hero Arrow. Get one for yourself and somebody you love. Hero2020.com. Code JESSE. All right? State restrictions may apply. JESSE, you've been calling uh, Democrats and Biden communists. You're wrong about that. They're globalists. They have been ever since 2014. You need to refocus. We have to take on the globalists. The rest of the world has seen it. Okay, now let's, let's pause here for just a moment. Communism. Karl Marx. Karl Marx. Workers of the who should unite? Now, Karl Marx, you know Karl Marx was a German, right? Did Karl Marx, what is that saying? Did Karl Marx say, hey, workers of Germany should unite? Did Karl Marx say, workers of, the, of Russia should unite? No. Karl Marx said, workers of the world should unite. Why did the Soviet Union invade Poland about 15 seconds after there was a communist revolution? Because they were interested in spreading communism everywhere. Why do people say this? Do you not look into it? Communism and globalism are the same thing. 
It is a global ideology of death where a few people at the top want to dictate everything to the entire planet. They want a massive World Economic Forum central committee where our betters, where our kings and queens will meet and they'll decide just how much beef you should be allowed to have. Hey, go eat bugs. Go live in your pod. Turn up that air conditioning. What do you think this you have used over your allotment of power? Globalism and communism are the same thing. They're the exact, it's another word for the same thing. We got to be smart about this stuff. All right. We are going to do an email roundup tonight, but first I am going to go into this CDC thing. And I talk about how we have to arrest people. And I'm not talking about you or me. Oh, they, they've attacked the private citizen long enough. We need, to, we need to arrest people in government. We need to have people in government arrested. People in public institutions need to be arrested and put on trial and sent to prison for a very long time. Our public health officials, they need to be arrested and put on trial. If you didn't believe that before, you will when I'm done reading this to you. Hang on. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Jesse Hempel, host of the Hello Monday podcast. In my 20s, I knew what career success looked like. In midlife, it's not that simple. Work is changing, we are changing, and there's no guidebook for how to make sense of it. Start your week with the Hello Monday podcast. Listen to Hello Monday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.